It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. My guest today is Kat Glogowski. She's an angel investor and attorney. Kat, thanks for being back on The Talking Hedge. Thanks, Josh. So today we're going to talk about how Washington State Petri dish experiment that's happened on the West Coast over the last 10 years and how it can be a crystal ball prediction for the industry if only you were paying attention. Most won't, and that's why this industry is screwed. Uh, jumping right into it. Um, just got back from MJ BizCon annual pilgrimage out to Las Vegas for the world's largest conference. Uh, Kat, you were a speaker out there a couple of years ago. You've been to it. You've seen the the chaos of what forty thousand people this year and over a thousand booths. But um, you know, a lot of it is networking. Most people go for the after parties. There was um, a situation where I was chatting with a guy from New York. And I just had to like remove myself from the conversation. It was so annoying. Unbeknownst to him, he was excited. He was telling me about how there's this new, this only thing in the industry that's ever happened, which is this lawsuit because in New York, they have social equity applicants and not everyone gets a license. And so now there's lawsuits and that's the first of its kind. And I'm like, really, did you just roll out of bed this morning and join the industry? Because I heard that shit 10 years ago, man. I, I stopped him as we're going to the same place. There's two ways to go there, straight or right. I stopped. I was going to go straight, but he was too. So I had to stop and go, hey, man, I find this really annoying to hear the same conversations that I've heard 10 years ago. I don't have the patience for it. I'm going this way. And I, I had yeah. to leave them. Yeah. Maybe they've heard of a state called California or Massachusetts or Washington. <laughs> yeah. Any? of the legalized states with All social equity <laughs> seriously yeah um do you remember when rose rolling papers were a thing a few years ago and they were like this this niche but they didn't that was a fad um, yeah pe people were like rolling joints with rose petals and that one most innovative product this year at mj bizcon like this year uh-huh. Like, why don't you just bust out bell bottoms and tell me that that's the latest, greatest, newest fashion? Like, it's the first of its kind. Hey, Josh, I wear bell bottoms. Yeah. Oh, first of its kind. You're a trailblazer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're amazing. Fashion forward. <laughs> Seriously. Like, is this 2014 or or I don't know. Uh, I, I literally don't have the patience. So I'm not going back to MJ BizCon. I'm I, I'm going to wait for this industry to figure itself out. Um I don't necessarily want to be a turnaround specialist because I don't want to dig people out of a hole. It's a lot more work uh, than it needs to be. Uh, I'd rather swoop in as they're a distressed asset and buy them for a penny on the dollar. Um, I, I don't know if that's tough love or, or whatever, but you know, I was telling you you before, but how it gets annoying, Kat, when when you see people that are continuously fumbling and you're warning them with with the loud announcements like "Watch out, watch out," and they continue to fail and at what point do you just stop and say okay i'm going to let you just fall in that hole like the person in front of you in front of you in front of you continuously do um you're not listening you're not paying attention and that's why this industry is fucked uh, i agree with you uh you and i have spent many 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 hours explaining people uh this is uh buyer beware approach with caution uh do not uh, try and reinvent the wheel uh from both a uh, legal perspective, Josh, but also from a business perspective. And we have been telling people to stand back and just buy them as they fall, as opposed to starting fresh themselves for years. And uh, 
they're a meme. There was a guy out last year at MJ BizCon that I interviewed and, and I, I, I um, pat myself on the back for not laughing in his face in, in the moment when he said that his dispensary or retail shop is going to be the best in, in the world because he's only going to allow fire genetics in his shop. It's like he doesn't even have control. He's a meme. He doesn't even know it yet. And then th this year there was a panel, uh, four people on a panel talking about 2024 crystal ball predictions, how women were going to finally get into the industry as they're like leaving and then how investors are going to finally jump into the space, which just goes to show that in their bubble, they're seeing investors come into New York. And so it must be a thing now. So really kind of a lack of, of in, uh, foresight, insight. Um, and I guess it's just a place for East Coast people who um, are, are incapable of paying attention because I, I just don't see the value of MJ BizCon uh, anymore when it's just a bunch of individuals running forward um instead of you know taking a look back so i, I think the next 10 years are going to be really really um a, a sideways movement unfortunately M maybe one step forward and two steps back it seems like it, it, i don't know but i think washington state if people were paying attention um would help them out so maybe we can kind of get into a list and in the end maybe give some advice to people on uh on what they could do instead of falling into this same repeated pattern um, okay. Because things are moving faster, right? So in 1998, Washington State went into medical marijuana. Seven years later, we had uh, a, an actual establishment for retail. It still took like three years for, for shops to pop up. So even though in 98, we had medical, it wasn't until about 2011 where we actually saw like Habahart open their first shop. And they ended up selling to Harvest Health out of Arizona for like 20 million or 200 million or whatever the hell it was good for them yeah you have first mover advantages but i'm not seeing a lot of people actually work on that um you know you don't want to be a larry's handy martin world of 7-elevens but there's exceptions to the rule if you have the culture maybe your one shop will be niche but most of these people aren't going to survive to to tell the tale and if it might not just be you know taxes or the inability to write things off like washington state has a 37 percent tax rate that they um, changed in 2014. It used to be 25% at the producer, 25% at the processor and 25% at retail because we're not vertically integrated. So then that 37% kind of came in. And so people in DC only have 6%, a 6% tax rate. Like there's no way that's going to last long. So if you're not paying attention to what's happening, uh, all y'all are going to have your tax rates go up like a lot if you're not prepared. Yeah, it's going to, you're going to see sin taxes. Um, and back to your point about first mover, uh, you know, I, I go down to my dispensary and I'm like, where's Willie's Reserve? Where's Chong's Choice? Uh, you know, all of the original leading brands, I, I just, I don't see them anymore. Uh, maybe they're out there and they're just not in my particular dispensary, but uh, I'm not seeing these global brands that are going to lead the charge even on the shelf anymore yeah it's price and convenience and, and that's a great point that these celebrity brands don't work so while marketing might work for some of the kids you know like cookies those that actually try the product and like this this is trash stizzy really popular um until they find something better and that's why i think federal legalization is going to change the game because in your own market you might think that some poop soup is is fire uh, when those borders open up, you're going to find out really quick. And a lot of that is going to be at the behest of investors. 
um, 2015, Washington State put uh, the kibosh on on in, on investors. So uh, there were no outside investors allowed, no vertical integration. So the retailers were separate from the growers, and that screwed the pooch on everybody. So uh, if anyone else out there is paying attention, that limitation on markets for places like New York and Florida are temporary. Those restricted, limited license markets like Arizona, uh, Illinois, temporary, because when the doors open up, those valuations are toast, gone. You look at New Jersey, that's dominated by a lot of the um, unionization and old school um, monopoly practices. They're not going to produce fire genetics. And when more um, competition is allowed, poof, those guys are gone. Just like MedMen. That was here and gone. <laughs> yeah, MedMen. You remember MedMen. <laughs> I do, because they're clowns. They're just like Tilray. They came in thinking they know the game and got absolutely blasted because it was all marketing. Do you remember um, Dan Blazarian of, of Ignite with $50 million marketing and thinking he was like the the shit and he was just this clown yeah. ass ass and grass was his marketing thing and he paid these chicks and it was just a joke like marketing isn't selling anything uh social media influencers can't even like sell three dozen minimum t-shirts like they're not influencing anything um and i well, think we've, we've seen that come and go with influencer marketing uh, i agree with that because fundamentally just like every other market that you can name price matters and when you want a pretty sparkle pink package with substandard product versus white wrapper black print <laughs> you're gonna go for the price and as consumers became more and more educated it became more and more about price yeah, those discounts are huge now, uh, whereas people didn't think they had to discount as much. It's 30% off three days a week where I'm at. Um, you know, you live next to an Uncle Likes, which is an everyday uh, discount retailer. Discounts are, are hugely popular, are important, and um, people underestimate the importance of um, a, a delivery service or a distributor, even some of the athletes and famous people. Like to the, to the point you made earlier about... Um, these celebrity brands, they have all everything. They have the distribution, they have the marketing, but they don't have um, maybe very good product. In the end, uh, I think it's a little bit of everything. You need marketing, you need um, people to get behind you. But if you don't have solid um, product, it's it's not going to go anywhere. And and I think Washington is unique because I smell the best stuff when when I'm like next to the courthouse or if I'm buying a homeless encampment. They have the best fire. Not not people who go like look, I, I've tested 150 something strains in Washington and two or three were decent, but none of them had that pungent aroma. And so the lack of home grow in 2015, they made it a felony. They made it a felony also to have um a cannabis lounge. So mm -hmm. kind of taking a step back in in that timeline of of really instead of opening things up, we're we're closing them off. I think the lack of home grow has stalled this market. And so if you're looking from from outside, I think your market is going to stall wherever you're at if you don't have home grow, because home grow is going to push those bigger guys to compete against things that I smell and I get jealous of. I mean, that's kind of really when you get that home bake, you're like, oh, yes, you know, go to Costco and go, ooh, that's that's the better than my grandma's. Nobody, <laughs> say, nobody says that. Right. 
Uh, well, to your point about consumption lounges, um, and if you're in New York, please think about this uh, because Canada sells cannabis, so does New Jersey and uh, other states that touch New York. So um, who's going to buy your cannabis? Uh, and okay, maybe maybe tourists. All right, where are they going to consume it? In the hotel, on the street? Where are these people going to consume it? And Washington really faces a really big problem uh, when the tour, the cruise ships comes in and all the tourists are like, woohoo, let's go get some, uh, get some uh, uh, wacky tabacky just because we're tourists and we can. Where do you consume it? Well, you consume it in the hotel, you consume it on the street, you consume it on the ship, in the park, and it really not not good, not good it's, at all. It's dumb. Up in Canada, they let you smoke weed wherever you can smoke cigarettes, which is perfect. Versus, I just got back from MJ BizCon in Vegas, and one of the guys, like, we reek. And one of the guys working there is like, you know, you can't smoke anywhere, right? Like, he was concerned. Like, you're, nothing against a janitor, but, like, know your role, guy. I don't give a shit what position you hold i literally don't care what your opinion is we're gonna smoke so create a damn lounge or shut up i don't care about laws i don't care about your rules like, <laughs> i care about laws and rules but hey uh, hey my lawyer only said break one law at a time and i'm trying to abide by that <laughs> all right but there are stupid rules out there that i have a hard time abiding by like in 2015 when washington state regulated the disposal of cannabis waste like soil you couldn't remediate the soil. You couldn't reuse it. I had a whole business plan because I was growing. I threw my soil out in December, foot of snow in the ground, and my roses were blooming. I'm like, holy shit, this <laughs> needs to be sold because the, the ingredients I'm throwing together should be resold. And, and I only use it one cycle, but it's clearly still good and people right. could could uh, could use it. But the, the Liquor and Cannabis Board in Washington is so ridiculous. 2016, they wanted to limit colors and shapes that were appealing to children 2019 they'd stop cbd beverages and infused foods all of those have to go through a thc retailer which is dumb yeah. even when in the in the uh, vape gate 2019 same year um they had 120 days where they took all flavors off off the shelf right so they're trying to protect things but they have no idea what's going on because they're using vitamin e acetate and that's supposed to be uh, natural but when you combust it then it's carcinogenic um then they wanted to reduce thc concentrates to 10 percent, which will <laughs> totally then they banned the eight they don't even have pesticide uh, testing all this crazy shit that if you were looking from the outside in You'd be like, damn, we need to hedge our bets against that nonsense from happening because there's a ton of stupid shit that they continuously do. And we're we're not the only one doing it. I think regardless of where you're at, Alabama's going to have all of these dumb things happen to them eventually whenever they open their doors, for example, not to throw <laughs> Alabama under, under the bus, but everyone. Yeah. And New York is going to have growing pains just like everybody else. Uh, you're, you're late to the party. Uh, so take the lessons learned by the people that were ahead of you. Uh, so you don't run into somebody saying, oh, hey, the first time ever. No, dude, you're not first. You're yeah. not first. You're not unique. You're not special. And uh, a word to the wise of the investors out there. Uh, when somebody tells you no one else has done it, it's unique, it's special, uh, 
that should be a red flag for you uh, because as Josh and I, you know, we have talked multiple times over the years, there's nothing new out there. So <laughs> buyer beware. Yeah, caveat and tour for sure. You're seeing the same thing with the Skittles strains and the Hershey's edibles and all the same lawsuits, all the same stupid shit we've seen over and over again. And until people can like learn from previous mistakes that we've made and move this industry forward, we're going to move sideways for probably the next five years minimum, hopefully not the next 10. But I think this industry is fucked for like the next 10 years until we can make some significant progress. I hope I'm wrong, but you might just have to come back to the talking edge and find out. So I want to thank my guest, Kat Klogowski, angel investment attorney. Thanks for recapping uh, how this industry is fucked and why Washington State is a Petri dish experiment that everyone should be looking at intensely. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Josh. I am Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your canna confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.